Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Lawmaster Program. The AVB's predictions regarding the coming of the Lord God are fulfilled in the man, Tommy L. Hart. This is big, big news. The Bible's Lord God has come as predicted. But not only has the Lord God come, he has also come forward and revealed himself. He has told the people his name in compliance with Psalm 94, 1 and John 7, 4. Having performed the works that the Bible ascribes to God, the man Tommy L. Hart feels the bill for God. It is reported by those who know him best. He has done all things well. Let's hear from the Lord God, Tommy L. Hart. This is part two of the fear of the Lord. We're looking into the fear of the Lord. The question is, what is this fear of the Lord? Is it a mental thing, a physical thing? Is it, is it a real thing? We're looking into that. Uh, two questions here. One coming from Zechariah chapter 4, verse 2, and it asks me, it asks the Lord God a question. It says, what seest thou? When I read the Bible, what do I see? That is the question. Set in Zechariah 4, verse 2. The other question we will uh, look at or answer in this part is Jeremiah 16, verse 10. It asks, what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? That question will be answered uh, in this episode as well. Psalm 34:11. I, the Lord, Tommy L. Hart, will teach you, the people, the fear of the Lord. That's what I will do. Okay, and we started on this last time. We shall continue. Okay. Uh, here are some of the statements which I presented to you at the last time. Uh, Ezekiel, no. Ecclesiastes chapter 5 verse 7 says, Fear thy, fear thou God. Jonah 1 verse 9 says, I fear the Lord. Is that a proper model for you to follow? This model which says, I fear the Lord? That will also be answered. Jeremiah 5.24 says, Let us now fear the Lord our God. Is that a duty for you to perform? Let us now fear the Lord our God. And you know what fear means? Fear means to be afraid of. It means to dread. Okay? To be afraid of. So, Jeremiah 5.24 is actually saying, let us now 
be afraid of the Lord our God. Jonah 1 9 is saying, I am afraid of the Lord. And Ecclesiastes 5 5 7 is saying, uh, be afraid of God. Okay, let's move on. Job 28.28 says this, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. So another question that will be answered is, is the fear of the Lord wisdom? And what is this fear of the Lord? First Peter 2 verse 17 says, moving forward, uh, be afraid of God. It says, fear God. And Revelation 14, 7, saying the same words, uh, says, fear God. Be afraid of God. Uh, Deuteronomy 21, 21, all Israel shall hear and fear. All Israel shall hear and be afraid of God. Is being afraid of the Lord God and expected and uh, proper response. Deuteronomy 31.12, they may hear and that they may learn and be afraid of the Lord your God. Uh, Moving on, Psalm 2, verse 11, serve the Lord with fear. Okay. Um, Psalm 100, verse 2, says, serve the Lord with gladness. Are you to serve the Lord with fear? To serve the Lord with gladness. Uh, Psalm 33, 8, let all the earth be afraid of the Lord. It uses the word fear. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Psalm 19, verse 9 says, The fear of the Lord is clean. Is the fear of the Lord clean? Uh, Isaiah 29, 23 says, Fear the God of Israel. Be afraid of the God of Israel. Proverbs 3, verse 7 uh, says, Be not wise in thine own eyes. Be afraid of the Lord and depart from evil. That again uses the word fear. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Uh, Deuteronomy 29, verse 2 says, to you. Ye have seen all that the Lord did or has done. You people have heard all that I have done, those of you who follow me and keep up and don't miss anything that I teach. You've seen, you've understood all that I have done. Why? Because I have told you so. I have shown you I've shown you things in a clear manner. 
that you, things that you can understand. Uh, I have articulated the issues of the of the uh, authorized version Bible AVB. You know what those issues are. You have Lawmaster Archives where you can go and hear all the works that the Lord Tommy L. Hart has done. And you will see that the Lord Tommy L. Hart does the work attributed by the Bible to the Lord God. You will see all things that I have done in Lawmaster Archives. Make the Lawmaster Archives your dwelling place. Uh, and as we go through this, I want you to think of this. No, I don't. I want you to follow me and be attentive to what I'm saying. That is what I want. Okay? I've given you some statements on the fear of the Lord. Then, uh, last week, before I ended, I took you to, or I brought you to Deuteronomy chapter 28. There I began to read some information noted therein. And I will uh, continue with Deuteronomy 28 at this time. These are some of the things, some of these I read the last time. Deuteronomy 28:20. Let's start there. The Lord shall sin upon the cursing. Imagine getting, getting a message like that from the leaders of the people, from your leaders, telling you, "The Lord shall sin upon you, cursing, vexation, and rebuke, and all that thou settest thine hand too far to do." until thou be destroyed, and until thou perish quickly. Verse 21, The Lord shall make the pestilence cleave unto thee, until he have consumed thee from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. The Lord shall smite thee with a consumption, and with a fever, and with an inflammation, and with an extreme burning, and with the sword, and with blasting, and with mildew. until thou perish. Thou heaven that is over thy head shall be brass, and the earth that is under thee shall be iron. The Lord shall make the rain of thy land powder and dust. From heaven shall it come down upon thee until thou be destroyed. Imagine yourself receiving information from your leaders saying, the Lord shall cause thee to be smitten before thine enemies. Now listen at all these. The Lord shall cause thee. Okay? The Lord shall bring upon you these things. Is this a good picture of the Lord? Well, is it a true picture, representation of the Lord God? And these things came out before the 
the Gentiles invaded the land of the Lord God and his people. So we're going way back. Okay? Verse 26. Thy carcass shall be meat to all fowls of the air and to the beasts of the earth. The Lord will smite thee with the botch of Egypt. And with the emeralds, and with the scab, and with the itch, whereof thou canst not be healed. 28. The Lord shall smite thee with madness and blindness and astonishment of heart. Uh, and thou shalt grope at noonday as the blind gropeth in darkness, and thou shalt not prosper in thy ways and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. Thou shalt betroth a wife, and another man shall lie with her. Thou shalt build a house, and thou shalt not dwell therein. Thou shalt plant a vineyard, and shalt not gather the grapes thereof. Thine ox shall be slain before thine eyes, and thou shalt not eat thereof. Thine ass shall be violently taken away from before thy face, and shall not be restored to thee. Thy sheep shall be given to thine enemies, and thou shalt have none to rescue them. Thy sons and thy daughters shall be given to another people, and thine eyes shall look and fail with longing for them all the day long, and there shall be no might in thine hand. Imagine the leaders sending, giving messages to you and your people the message of these things. How would you feel? The fruit of thy land and all thy labors shall a nation which you know not eat up, and thou shalt be only oppressed and crushed always. So that thou shalt be mad for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. The Lord shall smite thee in the knees and in the legs with a sore botch that cannot be healed from the sole of thy foot to the top of thy head. The Lord shall bring thee and thy king which thou shalt settle thee to a nation which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, and there shalt thou serve other gods, wood and stone. And thou shalt become an astonishment, a proverb, and a byword among all nations, whither the Lord shall lead thee. Thou shalt carry much seed out into the field, and shalt gather but little in, for the locusts shall consume it. Thou shalt beget sons and daughters, but thou shalt not enjoy them, for they shall go into captivity. Now remember, the uh, this whole thing is saying, the Lord shall bring upon you these things. All thy trees and fruit of thy land shall the locusts consume. The stranger that is within thee shall get up above thee very high, high, and thou shalt come down very low. He shall lend to thee, and thou shalt not lend to him. He shall be the head. Thou shalt be the tail. Therefore shalt thou serve thine enemies, which the Lord shall send against thee. The Lord shall bring a nation against thee from far, from the end of the earth, as swift as the eagle flies, a nation whose tongue thou shalt not understand, a nation of fierce countenance, which shall not regard the person of the old, nor show favor to the young. 
and he shall eat the fruit of thy cattle and the fruit of thy land until thou be destroyed. Until he have destroyed thee. Uh, thou shalt eat the flesh of thine own body, the flesh of thy sons and of thy daughters, which the Lord thy God hath given thee in the siege and in the straightness wherewith thine enemies shall distress thee. Uh, then the Lord will make thy plagues. Well, let's move on down. Ye shall, verse 62. Ye shall be left few in number, whereas ye were as the stars of heaven for multitude. And it shall come to pass that as the Lord rejoiced over you to do good and to multiply you, so the Lord will rejoice over you to destroy you and to bring you to naught. <laughs> and ye shall be plucked from off the land whither thou goest to possess it. And the Lord shall scatter thee. Listen. The Lord shall scatter thee among all people from the one end of the earth even to the other. And there thou shalt serve other gods, which neither thou nor thy fathers have known, even wood and stone. And among these nations shalt thou find no ease, neither shall the soul of thy foot have rest. But the Lord shall give thee there a trembling heart, and failing of eyes, and sorrow of mind. And thy life shall hang in doubt before thee, and thou shalt fear day and night, and shalt have none assurance of thy life. In the morning thou shalt say, Would God it were even, and at even thou shalt say, Would God it were morning. For the fear of thine heart wherewith thou shalt fear, and for the sight of thine eyes which thou shalt see. Ye shall be sold to your enemies for bondmen and bondwomen. What if you received information from your leaders as such? It's not, uh, these are not very good things to uh, expect, are they? And to think that, that they are coming upon you. Well, what I have read to you is this. I have read to you the fear of the Lord. These things were done, this, this information, this propaganda, the Gentiles, the leaders of the Gentiles put out to its people. Listen carefully. This is propaganda. Two minutes here in the AVB. And this propaganda was put out for the purpose of instilling fear in the minds of the uh, people. We're talking about the Gentiles. The Gentile leaders put out this information to their people to instill a fear of the Lord. Now, if I said it's propaganda. These things are not true. These were things the leaders of the Gentiles made up. Things the leaders uh, deliberately, uh, they, they, they belied the Lord. 
that that's exactly what they did in in, in uh, spreading this propaganda. They belied the Lord. They gave these things give a false uh, picture of the Lord. These things misrepresent the Lord God. Okay. Uh, the purpose and the leaders of the Gentiles spreading this propaganda and teaching and promoting this propaganda among their people was to instill fear in the people and instill the fear of the Lord in the people so they would get approval to uh, make war the Lord and his people and take the Lord out, the Lord himself becoming a target of the Gentiles' armies. Did you get that? Propaganda put forth to instill fear in the minds of the Gentiles, and this is done by the Gentile leaders, to put fear in the minds of the Gentiles in order for them to get approval to invade the land of the Lord and his people. And guess what? The Gentiles, well, they did receive a, approval, and uh, they were told to make war against, against the Lord and his people, overcome them, and kill them. To the black people scattered abroad, this is very important to you. This should be very, this is very important for you, for you to understand. Knowing that, that in the old days, before the Gentile invasion, the Lord was a man. He was a man as he is today. Okay? As he is today. He was a man. He was the head of his people. And this man was the Lord God. The Bible in no way uh, teaches or suggests that this man was not the Lord God. Understand that. The Bible does not teach anything suggesting or showing that the Lord that was over there was not real. They invaded because of a real Lord that they hated, that they had come to hate and to despise and envy and be jealous of and all that. The Gentiles had come to hate the Lord because of his power, because of his power, because of his highness, his high authority. The Lord was over all the people, the uh, record indicates, the record of the AVB. And the Gentiles rebelled. Okay. But back to this matter at hand. This information that I read to you, uh, set in Deuteronomy 28, is propaganda that the Gentile leaders put out among the people in order to misrepresent the Lord, to uh, instill fear of the Lord in the people. To uh, This information was put out to belie the Lord, to deliberately misrepresent the people, I meant to deliberately misrepresent the Lord, and it, wasn't, it is not good. 
okay? This information the Bible calls the fear of the Lord. I said at the beginning, I will teach you the fear of the Lord. I have shown to you in Deuteronomy chapter 28 the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord is propaganda. The fear of the Lord is a misrepresenting uh, misrepresentation of the Lord God, a deliberate misrepresentation misrepresentation of the Lord God. Okay. So you learn what this really is that is set down in Deuteronomy twenty-eight. You learn of the propaganda. You learn of the fear of the Lord. You learn that the fear of the Lord is a material thing. It is a material thing, which I will uh, speak on, give a statement on later. So, is the fear of the Lord clean? I read a statement uh, from the AVB, I think Psalm 19, and it says, the fear of the Lord is clean. What does that mean? Is it clean or is it unclean? It says, the fear of the Lord is clean. I gave the reference at the beginning of this program, this episode. Is the fear of the Lord a clean thing? Well, what does clean mean? Clean here means clear. Clear. Unobstructed. Easily understood. So, clean means clear. It means unobstructed. It means easy to understand, easily understood. It is clear. That you have in this uh, Deuteronomy chapter 28, speaking of the fear of the Lord. It's clear. I read it. Okay? I didn't have to, uh, I did not have to, uh, uh, you know, say, well, it says this, but it really means this. I just read it straight out, straight like it is. And you understood what you heard. You understood what you heard. And it's easy to understand that this is propaganda for the reason I have set forth. The Lord did not do those things. The Lord did not intend to do those things. And I won't go through it again. I've told you that it is propaganda deliberately put out, and I told you the purpose for which it is it was put out among the Gentiles, okay? And the Gentiles were given, the leaders of the Gentiles were given approval to make war against the Lord and his people to overcome them and to kill them. So the armies of the Gentiles combined and invaded. They combined and invaded the land of the Lord God, the Bible's Lord God, and his people. And they did that. They, they made war against them. And this was the reason. This is the basis for going to war, okay? The fear, the fear 
fear of the Lord is the basis for the Gentiles uh, going to war, making war against the Lord and his people. It's the very basis of that. It's a plot. The fear of the Lord is a plot. And I won't repeat everything I've said. It's a plot. Okay? So, Psalm 19 says, The fear of the Lord is clean, enduring forever. The fear of the Lord is clear. It's clearly laid down in Deuteronomy chapter 28. There are no obstructions. And the things therein are easy to understand when someone such as I myself point them out to you and say, hey, this was done for this purpose. This is what this is. This is the fear of the Lord. Okay. So the fear of the Lord, the statement in Psalm 19, is true. It is clean. It is clearly set down. It is unobstructed in Deuteronomy chapter 28. That's what the statement in Psalm 19 means. Uh, clarity, clearness, easy to understand, unobstructed. Okay? The fear of the Lord in Deuteronomy 28 is unobstructed, easy to understand, easily understood. It is clear. So, let's move on. But I do want to turn to Psalm 19 to make sure that that is where that statement is. Psalm 19, verse 9. The fear of the Lord is clean. That statement is true. What is truth? Psalm 19.9, which says the fear of the Lord is clean, clear, unobstructed, easily understood, easy to understand. That statement is true. So, are you to fear the Lord? Are you? The Lord was not a person to be feared back then, to be afraid of. He was not one to be afraid of. The Bible says the Lord is righteous. What is there to be afraid of? The Lord was tending to his own business back then when the Gentiles looked at him with an evil eye and plotted against him. He was not plotting against them. The Bible says the Lord is righteous. Let me read some more statements. Okay. Let's see here. Job 34.10 says, Far be it from God that he should do wickedness. Okay. Now, this is a statement in sharp contrast to what the fear of the Lord in uh, Deuteronomy 28 shows and presents, okay? Far be it, because those would be wicked things to do the Gentile leaders 
uh, sat down and and uh, presented to to his to their leaders to do. That's those things are wicked things. The Lord God will cause this, and He will do that. You know, Psalm. I mean, Deuteronomy twenty-eight. Those are all evil, wicked things. But now understand this: the Gentiles got approval, and as I said, the armies combined and invaded the land of the black people, the land, the land of the Hebrew people. Okay, the land of the Lord God and His people. Okay. Now, Job thirty four twelve says, "Surely God will not do wickedly." Amos three verse seven says, "Surely the Lord God will do nothing." What does that mean? He will do none of those things uh, that are are spoken of him that he would do in Deuteronomy twenty eight. He would do none of those things. As I said, it's, it was all a plot, propaganda, uh, propaganda set set out among the people, sent forth among the people to produce a certain response in the people in order that the leaders could have their way and invade the land of the black people. And notice that what is, some of the things that it said the Lord would do, the Gentiles did to the lost people, Hebrews and Israelites, dispossessing them, uh, manufacturing children, uh, I mean, enslaving them, you know the deal, depriving them of their their independence, uh, dispossessing them, uh, disinheriting them, uh, Scattering them, you know the deal. You know I've taught on it, so you know what the Gentiles have done to the people. The Gentiles did some of those, many of those very things to the people, the Lord's people. But what did they do to the Lord? They killed the Lord. They killed the man that had the designation of God. He was the army. He was the Gentiles' army's target. So they took out the Lord and brought down his people, scattered his people. Well, they, they defeated people first and led them captive into the lands of the Gentiles and scattered them abroad among the Gentiles. Those are evil things. Get this. The Israelites, all Israelites are Hebrews, but not all Hebrews are Israelites. The Israelites are still held captive by their Gentile captors to this very day. They are still disunited. They are still scattered among the, the, the Gentiles, deprived of their own independence. These are very important matters. They should not, the Israelites should not be scattered, left scattered, disunited, dispossessed, disinherited, deprived of their own uh, independence and unity. Those things should not be. They are wicked things. Okay, so God will do nothing uh, set down in Deuteronomy 28 of the evil set down there.
he will do none of it. All right. Now, here's a question, John 16:31. Do ye now believe? I'm talking to you Israelites and Hebrews that are listening to me. Do you now do you now believe the things that I teach coming from the Bible? The Gentile used the basis of fear. I'm going back to that. The Gentile used the basis of fear in order to uh get approval for their armies to combine and uh take out the Lord and bring down his people. Do you now believe these things that I teach? Job thirty-seven twenty-three. He, the Lord God, is excellent in power and in judgment and in plenty of justice. Listen, he will not afflict. Those are afflictions set down, laid down in uh Deuteronomy 28. Those are afflictions. He, the Lord God, will not afflict. Job 37, 23. So all of these statements, surely God will not do wickedly and all. Uh, far be it from God that he should, should do wickedness and all. These statements are against the propaganda laid down, set down, recorded, in uh, Deuteronomy 28. You see the difference in them? Those things are evil in Deuteronomy uh, Deuteronomy 28. Those things said that the Lord will cause and do and this and that. Those things are evil. God will not do evil. The Gentiles knew that. The Gentiles knew that. Remember, it came time that they hated the Lord because of his power, and uh, they hated his people. Okay? So they sought to bring, they sought to take out the Lord and bring down his people, take down his people. Moving on. Psalm 37, 12. The wicked plotted against the just. That's what you see it, the Gentiles did in uh, Deuteronomy 28. They plotted against the just. Who was the just? The Lord and his people. The Gentiles plotted against them to take out the Lord and bring down his people. Okay. So, the wicked plotted against the just. I showed you that. Uh, Deuteronomy 28 is a part of the plot. It is a a part of the conspiracy to... uh, Take out the Lord and take down his people. First Samuel fourteen thirty three. Behold, the people sin against the Lord. Uh, the people sin the Gentiles sin in that thing. That is iniquity, but I'll get to that. That set down and uh what the Gentiles did. Uh, as a result of the proper, uh, proper putting forth the propaganda and all, that's that's wickedness. Let's move on. Exodus nine twenty seven and Lamentations one eighteen. The Lord is righteous. Did you hear that? Job eleven eleven. 
he seeth wickedness. I've showed you who the Lord is. I've showed you who the Lord is. For the Bible teaches that the Lord is among you this day. And it teaches that his name is Tommy L. Hart. It teaches that Tommy L. Hart uh, is the Lord God. And it says about him in Job 11.11, he sees wickedness. That is wickedness laid down in Deuteronomy 28. That is wickedness. I see wickedness. I show the wickedness to you. Okay? Now, It says again in Second Kings 22, verse 2, that I have done right. It says, he did, okay, he sees wickedness, he did that which was right. I've showed you the fear of the Lord. The Bible says that is right. Okay, uh, Deuteronomy 6, 18. Well, let's move on. Jeremiah sixteen ten. The question is asked, what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God. That in Deuteronomy 28, and what the Gentiles did from the leaders on down, uh, what they did against the Lord, beginning with the plotting and all, against the Lord and his people, that is the Gentiles' sin. The Gentiles asked this question, uh, what is the sin or the iniquity that they have committed against the Lord. That laid down, that fear of the Lord that I've showed you in Deuteronomy 28 is iniquity. Leviticus 20, verse 19, they shall bear their iniquity. In this record book of the AVB, the Gentiles bear their iniquity. They bear their iniquity. It's, they set it down there in Deuteronomy 28, okay? Now, that's not the only iniquity they've done, but this is one iniquity that they've committed against the Lord, that which is called the fear of the Lord, the propaganda they put out among the people, among the Gentiles put out among their own people. So what is our sin that we have committed against the Lord our God? And uh, Malachi 3.13 says, What have we spoken so much against thee? Look at Deuteronomy 28, and the thee is the Lord God. What have we spoken so much against thee, Lord God? Okay. Confession. Wow. It's time for me to go. I'll have to finish this next time. Uh, visit me on Twitter, and make the Lord Master Archives your dwelling place. Join me next time.